Welcome to Rising Your Voices on 3CR, to Rising Your Voices, and, and to my right is Pauline Williams and Amanda. Hi folks out there. Hello there listeners, and how are you Lachlan? I'm not bad, not bad. Very good. What's today's show about? Air travel. Wonderful. Air travel. Love it. Well, before we get into that, though, over to Amanda. Uh, oh, yes, and you're on Raising Our Voices, 3CR, and I've got a, yeah, I've just got a few words to say. I'm going to let um, one of my written songs be played on 3CR, and it's called Through 3CR, and you, and you'll be hearing that song a bit later on. Yes, folks, we're coming up for our big 30th birthday. It's on the 17th of August, this this, this year of 2017. And that means we've been 30 years on 3CR as well as raising our voices program. And a great big happy first birthday, 30th birthday. I have done a commemorative painting for the special occasions. I know this is not, it's not picture radio, but but well, hoping a mitre can can put it up on its website, and then you'll know what I'm talking about, folks. Mm, good idea. We might put it on the Facebook page too. Yeah. So happy birthday, raising our voices. Uh, happy birthday. Yeah. Yippee. 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 And I uh, and uh, it wasn't for me dreaming that idea up uh, uh, over thirty years ago. Hey, coming up, may may maybe raising our voices wouldn't exist. It was me, me, and uh, and I've got the original running idea sheet at home somewhere. With I'm uh, I'm going to donate a copy to a martyr. To, to say this is this is what how this program got off the floor yes oh it's me again folks um did did now we're going to be talking about air travel and access mm, very this important. is a very touchy subject folks let's get Lachlan in on this conversation oh yes yep so Lachlan Yep. What's it like trying to get on and off a plane with a wheelchair? Um, in the past, when I've travelled with mum to a regional town, which you mightn't have heard of, is called Marimbula. Mm-hmm. Um, going leaving from Tullamarine, I've had to go up on a like a scissor lift sort of thing, and and I wheel my chair out onto the tarmac with mm. with um. Airline personnel. Yeah. And then and go on, what is it? A scissor lift. Yes. So it's and sort of like a, what, like a forklift or yes something that goes up high. Yes, it is. And, mm. and I'm in yeah. one of their chairs. Up. Yeah. And that sounds a bit exposed. Well, does, does someone go on it with you? Um, I can't remember. I have been on one of those in years. But, but I've been on one of those and the same as... When you get to Marine Bill, same thing. Yeah, they you've got to come down on the scissor lift. Right. Mm. Have, you, have you been on one, Amanda? Uh, oh, yes, and I've had problems galore with that. Mm. Why is that? Oh, yeah, 
there's no clear guidelines or policy. My family member who gets my ticket doesn't know where to find it or where to put it on the ticket. And I've literally had to stand up for my advocacy rights and say, look, I'm entitled to have this, here's a letter from my doctor kind of thing, We, which I've not yet had to use, but it's always on me, especially when I travel. And when the... And there's no clear guidelines. Right. So, oh, so you kind of got to know to tell them in advance and what? Would oh. you have to negotiate with them or something? Oh, it's really complicated. And, and, and trust me to end up in the bad place. There should be universal means a whole Australia should be covered but each airline should be the same, but, well, it just drives me mad. And I eventually get on the plane anyway, but it's like toil and twisting around. Oh, a bit of anxiety, no doubt. Oh, it's a bit of a pain in the butt mm, too. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like you go up this this lift. They can only take, take one or two people and plus a person who take you up there because of health and safety. It's a really complicated thing. But mm. but, but once, once oh, I'm, all, I'm all right to get on the plane, but getting off is another kettle of fish. And the same thing with Tasmania too. So... So so far, touch wood, I've had no problems with Tasmania. <laughs> so, so you're going to Tasmania soon and you've had to pre-order this scissor lift thing, did, yeah. did you? And talk to them ahead of time. Which is not done by me, but it's done by somebody else. Mm, well, at least it gets done by someone. You, yeah. you knew to ask, I guess. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you didn't know to ask and you just turned up on the day, what would happen? Uh, complication. Yeah, mm. they'd be, they'd be, uh, yeah. I'd be tearing their hair out. Mm, mm, mm. I think Amanda what, wanted to ask you something, mm, Lachlan. Yeah, what? Can you take your wheelchair um, uh, right up to the cabin door? I finally you should ask that. <laughs> I'm, I'm, actually, I'm actually going away with my mum next month. Or, oh, wow. Um, and I asked them that. And they said, no, 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 you've got to use one of those. And I, that's oh. where I had to go into overdrive and self-advocate. Yeah. And I had a gut feeling I was talking to an offshore agent. Ooh. Yeah, so, so you're, you're just ringing up and booking a ticket. You don't know if you're talking to anyone who's actually part of no, the operation here in no, Melbourne. No, you've got no How idea. creepy. Ooh. And... How'd and, you go? Well, I had to. I had to know the flight number, and I had to jump off the boat. Uh, jump, sorry, jump off the Al Capone, and which is phone. Oh yes, yes, <laughs> okay. And, <laughs> We're with you. And and um and I had to ring Mum and get her to. I'll bring her on the mobile, and then I had to ring back. Um, Tiger Airlines. So there's a lot of bug rising around. And you just for that. Yeah, and, you did well though. You and, got 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 it all happening. And, and, and did they say yes in the end? Eventually, they backed down because I I'd already said like 
in previous years when I used to <clears throat> wheelchair race. Yes, yes, um, yes. She did used to travel a lot then, didn't yes, you? Yes, yeah. And they were a bit like it varied from state to state, from country to country. And we'd be the last ones off because normally, normally they we've got a board on a half an hour before everybody else gets on. Well, mm. We go on first. Yeah. And then we go and the person who's disabled goes off last. Yep. So it's a lot longer process for you right. as well. Yep. You've got to right. get there even super early. Yep. So you go in, you go in, so, and then you've got to wait and then just hope to ho- hope to heaven that, that you're not booked, you're not seated, you're not the meat in the sandwich, pardon the pun, in between two other passengers. If you need to go to the toilet. Oh, mm, tricky. Well, thought? we'll get to that in a minute, but I know Sorry. Amanda had another question about the wheelchair. Yep. Do you take your wheelchair on the plane? Um, they've got to put it underneath the um, the luggage hold oh. place. Like it's a great big bin. Uh, not bin, sorry, I'll rephrase that. <laughs> like, a, like a big boot. Like hey. the road oh, the train's coach. boot, yeah. Hey. So if you use your chair right up to the door, which yep. you want to do, yep. then you've got to wait while they take it away and put it in the back of the plane. Yep. Yep. Okay. Interesting. Able-bodied Australia does not realise that people with disabilities across the board are being discriminated against. Then the government to demand that we go out and get a job without removing the disincentives like the lack of access to transport and community infrastructure, without providing accessible buildings that can provide barrier-free employment. I'm not getting a fair go and I don't like it and I'm saying so. You're listening to 3CR, 8.55 on the AM dial. Have you heard of community radio? Across the airwaves, we tell you things you need to know. Across the airwaves, things of interest we bring to you. Chats, announcements, music too. Something old and something new Across the airwaves Everyone does their shift in turn 24-hour day concern We are a team and a family Brothers and sisters too, you see So tune right in, you're here too Across the airwaves The things we have in store for you Across the airwaves We need listener sponsors too To help us all see it through the rest is really up to you across the airways. Yes, you need us and we need you across the airways. I'm down. Now we're back on to raising our voices, and we just played a lovely song which is called Through, Through 3CR, which is written by me, and I've got to suss out the person who plays the music in it. Thank you. Um, uh, I've got another question to ask. We get some information from CASA. That's CASA, and I can tell you what that stands for, or do you want to say what it stands for? No, 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 no. It's the Civil Aviation Safety Authority. 
So this is me, Pauline, just reading you out a little bit from the CASA website. It says some airports offer a shuttle system, people movers, moving walkways or curbside baggage check-in. They assist with the movement of travellers with a disability and their luggage between parking lots, terminal buildings and gates. But, of course, that only starts off with some airports. So (coughs) some airports probably don't have those things, um, like the smaller regional ones. The other information it has is if, um, if you're unable to walk from your wheelchair to your seat in the aircraft, they transfer you, um, they'll transfer you to a carry-on chair. It's called an aisle chair for oh. the trip down the aisle. So they have this special <laughs> chair on the plane called the aisle chair, which is skinny. It's a bit skinnier than a normal wheelchair. Oh. You have to transfer onto that chair so they can take you down the aisle to your seat. Which sounds like a lot of mucking around to me. <laughs> Why they don't just take your chair, I don't know, yeah. but they don't. Well. Um, uh, uh, but anyway, that's what they do. It's a tall, skinny chair. So maybe it's got to do with the size of the aisles, which are very skinny. Maybe yeah. your chair wouldn't fit, perhaps. No. Yeah. No. So this chair, the aisle chair, has straps that can, if you need it, be kind of strapping you in. Um, and it's quite stable, it says. Um, but they encourage people to bring their own leg straps if they want to strap their legs in just to make sure nothing gets caught, I guess, as you're going down the aisle. And then the plane itself has some aisle seating that has movable or lift-up armrests to make it easy to transfer across, and they encourage you to use an aisle chair for that very reason, Locke, so that you're not stuck between two people, as you were saying, and it makes it easier if you're on the aisle, especially if you do need to get up at some point to go to the toilets. Um, So if an aisle seat um, was requested, which you can do, like you have said, you ring up ahead of time, but it wasn't given to you, then you can ask the cabin crew to swap your seat for another and they will do that because Mm -hmm. they know it's not a good idea to be stuck in the middle seat. (laughs) Mm, So there you go. Now, we were talking a little bit before we started to talk about what about on the plane, um... Amanda and Lachlan, what's sort of your experience of once you're on the plane? Do you get support? Um, Lachlan, you can yeah, go first. Yeah, I, yeah. When I went with mum, when we went to the Gold Coast, I really can't remember off the top of my head, but she did, she helped me more off than more. I think she did most of the stuff on the plane. And when I was... Travelling with the Paralympics and World Championships, my dad helped with um, with um, the um, with most things and yep. and and when <clears throat> when I've heard stories of people when they've been when they're going overseas with their racing chairs. Racing chair wheels have gone missing oh, in transit. Man. Yeah, it's bad. Oh, no, and bad. they've gone, ended up in another country. Holy smacks. And I guess just like bags can get try, lost, your wheel can get try, lost. Oh, my not, I'm not talking about day chairs, I'm talking about, we're talking about special r- yeah, racing yeah, chairs. Yeah, that's right. Expensive yeah. bit so, of equipment, no doubt. So, so, so that can, that can be a bit of a, Nightmare, so mm. and 
and you don't know with the ground crew packing the stuff in, you don't know whether they're going to go left hand, right hand, over the shoulder, bang, 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 mm. or treating your stuff with disrespect, damaging it, mm. and and um, so. I have actually read on that Casa website that they encourage you to disconnect the battery and any wires oh, to tuck right. away because of that very thing, that wires can get caught on things, oh. that if there's a battery on your chair and it's not disconnected, then mm. the, the ground staff might just remove it for safety reasons. Mm. Yep. So, yeah, you kind of have to kind of almost disassemble mm. the chair and if you can't, leave mm. instructions sort of mm. attached to your chair so mm. that they can disassemble Like I know, like I know, um, I don't know whether this is going to be applicable to where I used to live at Blackwood Street, but I remember <clears throat> um, a woman um, who's been away with a worker from Blackwood Street yeah, this well, is, this is where I used to live, Amanda. Yeah, but um, that's actually um, talked about a little bit too. It says on the Casa website that if you require a carer mm. on the flight, um, then the airlines and, for example, Qantas has this on theirs. They require an escort or a carer to accompany you if you're unable to care for yourself during your flight. So they actually expect you to bring your own carer. They're not going to um, assist you um, themselves. They're, they're um, hostesses and, you know, flight attendants, flight attendants. don't do that. And so the, so you have to provide your own. And yeah. But um, I remember um, in recent years when I was at my other um, lodgings, um, I remember um, a woman, Gaynell, um, she, she went – to New Zealand and she went travelling on an airline and from memory I remember her using a manual chair mm. going out of the um, CIU. So, I've so on, leaving the electric chair yes, behind is right. safer sometimes. Amanda, what about your experience while you're on the flight? Um, and I get them to take my hand and and sort of guide, guide me down the aisleway because it's really small and I might trip over and not have been able to, to see what's coming at me uh, at me and they and they make sure I'm seated and they put they put my white cane and stuff up in the um, in, in the holder and, and and they tell me where the toilets and that are if I want any help they that they sort they sort of they sort of give me a rough guided tour of what's above and they'll they and they'll tell me about the safety gear and all other stuff and I'm quite happy but but one thing I don't like being put in the middle seat oh gee. <laughs> well, that's interesting because the CASA website said you can request an aisle seat for a wheelchair yeah, well. user, so I'm not sure if you're sight impaired. Maybe you can request that too because it would be harder mm, to get yeah, over well. people if you can't see. If, you, if, you, if you're in a hurry, pay, you've got to go. You just oh, step on them. Gee. But on, and I'm going to step on you. Sight impairment on, on the same issue, um, with guide dogs... 
um, well, I don't know about nationally, um, but international, you've got to um, bring a mat, like a toilet mat for the dog, so it can relieve itself, because well, you can't expect it to... Hold on for hold 12 on, hours. No, yeah. or, or 14 no hours way. or some oh. ridiculous time no in flying. So you're definitely allowed to bring your guide dog on well, planes. I have to. Yeah. They, can't, they can't refuse. Uh-uh. That's good to know. By, by the Discrimination Act because the person, I don't know whether, like, like I might be wrong, but you might have to ask BCA, but... But I'm like, like I would have thought you would have had to have got the dog quarantined prior to flying. Yes, I'm sure and that would be a matter for international travel, wouldn't it? Yeah, you wouldn't get it done. You'd do it before travel. You wouldn't do it like the week before. So um, that's great. We've talked about some of those issues, and I, I can tell you from the website as well that certain types of aircraft have a privacy curtain around mm. the aisle seat. So if you've got a companion assisting you with toileting, it oh, gives you a bit more privacy. Wow. Um, oh. And some planes even have accessible restrooms. The 747-400 has a restroom oh. with an outward swinging door and handrails, oh. and it's large enough to fit one of those aisle chairs. Um, and doors on the 767-300 can be swung and clipped into position. So some, if you ask, some of the bigger planes, I guess have accessible toilets. But if you can't self-toilet, you are meant to bring your own care up. But some airlines actually give you a a reduction in the fare for your carer. So Qantas do for domestic travel within Australia, but I don't think they do for overseas. So what do you do? So why would they give you a reduction um, nationally but not international? Well, that's That's a good question. That's Mm. a bit like... That, yes, that's not sure. Con- yeah, but that's sort of contradicting. Okay, you can get a reduction, but surely international, you wouldn't expect a worker to get, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I think that's a bit... Well, I mean, there's groups that you can contact if you want to find out more information. CASA, mm. as we were saying before, mm. the Civil Aviation Safety Authority. Mm. But if you really feel like you're being discriminated against, you can contact a Disability Discrimination Legal Service, mm. which is in Ross House, and their telephone mm. number's 96548644. That's 96548644. If you really think that you're being discriminated against by an airline mm. in Australia, and mm. just ask them, is it fair enough or not fair enough? Because... Mm. You do have rights, and mm. I think more and more the airlines are getting the gist of that. Like, I know um, with airline food and stuff, like, like in long flights, to weapon with peg feed, like, yeah, you've got again, special hey? formulas. If you can't feed yourself, if you need assistance with feeding, you have to bring your own carer. I know, yeah. but I'm talking, oh. about, I'm talking about the formula, like... like like liquid food, yeah. You bring it. You bring it yourself. Feed. Bring it yourself. Yeah. You'd have to mm-hmm. supply it yourself. At, same as if you had medication, you have to supply oh, yeah, it yourself. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah, that. Yeah. But what? And what about with? Um, I know with seizures. That again can be a bit of an iffy situation because you can't. 
like you can't guarantee that you're going to have the seizure. You might be medicated. You might have just had your medication reviewed by your doctor and your neurologist, but a review is not going to stop a seizure. Well, look, I think with a lot of medical conditions, and this would be the same with travel altogether, do your research, be prepared. Bring your care plan. If you've got an asthma care plan or an epilepsy care plan, be Mm. prepared. Now, we're going to have to wind up. Sorry, sorry. I know once I get going about these things, it's a bit... Sorry. No, good on you. So before we go, we just wanted to say uh, um, recognition that one of our members, Daisy Sarong, has passed away. And I and there's going to be a memorial service for Daisy Sarong and she's a fantastic woman and stood up for her rights and all the other stuff. And I'm bringing a special book that I interviewed her by um, buying printed all in photograph and all that stuff. And I'm going to borrow that book from Star and she, and she... She's now a part of my history through the eyes, through the th- through, of, through a friend of our, our, our eyes in Melbourne. Is that the mm, right word? Yeah, through and, the eyes of a friend. Yeah. She's she, she's she's in that book, and I've said in remember of of a very special friend that that love from Amanda. Yep. Yep, Fail, and she was quite an advocate. Once she gets on her high horse, pal, there's no stopping her. Yep, we'll remember her. <laughs> yep. Well, thanks for listening to Raising Our Voices. Yep. Thanks, Lachlan. Thank you. And Amanda. Yep. Uh, uh, happy birthday to Raising Our Voices. It's on the 17th of August, and it's next week, I think. Yeah, and I'm sure there's going to be lots of celebrations, which, which we might even give you a clue or bits and pieces of it throughout the future shows. <laughs> Who knows what we can dig up at the last minute. Thank you. Bye. 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 Sit in the sunshine at Rainbow Beach here in Queensland Listening to the music on QLD's public radio The sky is so blue and I've got nothing to do But Melbourne, I just can't stop thinking about you And I wonder what kind of music's coming through on 3CI I kissed the radio dial as I sat on the beach there in Queensland I got the university station for triple Z They had a similar style and I raised a smile And I'm thinking about 855 on the dial 3CI The 3CR was crossing my mind I wondered what was on 3CR at this time I want to go home and play my part 3CR, you're in my heart 3CR
As I sit in the sunshine at Rainbow Beach here in Queensland I listen to the music on QLD's public radio Sky is so blue and I've got nothing to do But Melbourne, I just can't stop thinking about you I wonder what kind of music's coming through on 3C listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.